What's up, guys? CB here. Final episode, Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, episode 215. Final episode for 2021. Brought to you by our friends at Vicious Fishing. Vicious Fishing Line reminding you, it's time to fish. So get vicious and hook into the catch of your life. Visit getvicious.com and get out there. Fun little show for you guys tonight. We're going to do a little trick step trivia. We're going to talk about the tackle storm uh, process that I've been going through the last week, week and a half. We're going to talk about um, the 13 days of ex- uh, holiday extravaganza giveaway. Excuse me. I welcome in a friend of mine, Mr. Tristan White, high school angler out of uh, Thompson High School in Birmingham, as well as we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some other news and highlights here in the fishing industry. And then uh, got an interesting question for KG and David that we're going to talk about regarding the doctor's office. So it's the Merry Christmas, Happy New Year episode, the final one for the year, Angler's Channel Insider. It's going to start right now. Welcome to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks, to the final episode of 2021 for the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Of course, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Powered by Mercury Marine, shocked to life by Rely on Lithium Batteries. Tailor-made lithium, giving you the most power. They make the most time of your time on the water. Check them out online, relyonbattery.com. Use code ANGLERSCHANNEL for 10% off your next purchase. I'm Chris Brown, along with social media ninja, Mr. David Jong. I burned you the other day. Didn't even notice. Did you Didn't really? Didn't even notice. I burned you. And I saw. I scrolled down, and I'm like, crap. I had to go back up and delete my post. So, because you were just on top of, of things for me this week. And of course, AC Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover. KG, is that garage cold up there? It's not too bad. Okay. All I'm right. good. All right. I got my, I got my Angler's Channel Carhartt jacket on. I'm- you look good. good. You look really good. So, I've got a, I've got a Carhartt shirt on that's probably, I'm going to venture to guess, eight years old. And it's that faded out. It used to be a really nice dark gray. Now it's like a silver, you know, but it's too comfortable to get rid of. So still good enough to wear. Got a hole in the sleeve, hole nine yards. So that's, um, yeah. So it is December the 22nd, Wednesday the 22nd. You have exactly two days until Christmas because we're recording this late. It's going to run out. It's going to come out late two days until Christmas. If you're like me and you're lost, sorry. I'm I'm the same way. Sportsmas.com, great good gift cards, whole nine yards. David, are you how close are you to being done, David? Uh, I would say what ninety five percent of the yeah, way. I There's figured, just I figured you were. Yeah. <laughs> KG, how close are you to being done with Christmas? I, I, I'm gonna just go ahead and say that I'm a hundred percent done, but I, I will admit that I have not done the proper checks yet. So I could be wrong in that. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I thought I was done. And then I realized I wasn't. So we had Christmas this past weekend down in Weetumpka on Lake Jordan, or Jordan where I'm from, Kenneth, and uh, with my family, and that was a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I realized pretty quick that I was not done with Christmas. I still had a little bit left to do. After I was told that we weren't doing Christmas this year, kind of find out we are. I mean, really? Go figure. So... Of course, I knew that. That's what I've been planning on. I've been working on it, right? So, but yeah, so I got a little bit left to do. So if you're still um, if you're still behind on Christmas, sportsmans.com, great place for a gift card. Um, of course, you know, your local Ranger dealer, Mercury dealer, I'm sure that would make her happy. Um, I don't know, whatever whatever you think, you know, some fully loaded chew in the back of, that'd be good, or chew, or pack of free dip, excuse me, fully loaded tobacco free chew. Um, that'd be, I don't know if that's good for her. Maybe it is. It depends on where you're from, I guess. Right, Kenneth? Yes. You you know what? There, there is something about that product that I really didn't understand until I started poking around their website and learning a little bit more about it. But, you know, there's a lot of people that have started using that product that are actually trying to quit smoking. That's, 
Yeah. And apparently it's, it works, it's, it works very well, very successful in that, in doing that. Well, as my buddy Ken over there says, it is coming up on quitting season, as we all know, New Year's resolutions. And I've made a few myself. Um, I've made a big one today, as a matter of fact, but, uh, gotta, you know, it's coming up on quitting season. So guys are turning through that because you do have full half and zero nicotine options in that, in that product. So you have an opportunity to, you know, kind of wean yourself off of the nicotine. It's tobacco-free, so no issues there. Long yep. cut and pouches, nine cool flavors. Um, and they've got a couple other new products coming out as well, too. So um, I've got some. Not tried it yet, but I've got some. But I know a few guys who will try it here in the next week or two. I think they're going to like it. David, what do you think? Well, I was going to say, like, you know, the the other day we, were, we ran for our day nine, the – the fully loaded chew uh, giveaway, yeah. and one of one of I guess one of our listeners, in Aaron Robinson. Yeah, you know he he's he replied back to us on uh, was it Messenger Instagram Messenger, and he was like, you know, uh, he put in an order at nine thirty in the morning, got an email at eleven o'clock saying that his uh, package or his uh, order was shipped. Really, package and shipped. Yep. Did he use Angler's Twenty Five? Because you got to use Angler's Twenty Five. <laughs> Let them know that you're. We're talking about it, guys. <laughs> Only if you want to save money. That's it. Anglers twenty five. Well, that's awesome, man. That is that. That's killer. I know I got mine pretty quick when I placed my order, and um, I've actually got. Check this out. I've got some samples. I got some swag, right? I got some some Canlo hats. I got. I, I got. I don't know what this is, Kenneth. Is this like a a, a stocking hat or a a beanie? That, that, that's a beanie. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it looks a little looks a little warm for where I live. Some koozies, and then um, yeah, I got I got some product here too. So got uh, which one? That one's full nicotine, is what that one is. I got some other ones here that are half nicotine. Um, let's see what flavor is this? I got down here. Ooh, there's my my wintergreen pouches, right there. Metal metal top. You can hear that metal top? So yeah, cool stuff. Check them out. Fully loaded tobacco-free chew, uh, fullyloadedchew.com, right, David? I have to double-check that yeah, again, I believe so. <laughs> fullyloadedchew.com, and I uh, got it right here. And use code ANGLERS25 for 25 hours off your order. Let us know. Hit us up on the old podcast hotline, 256-535-3217, and let us know what you think. I want to know. So I want to know what you think about it, if you like it, um, and uh, yeah. Let us know. Love to hear about it. So, all right. Uh, what else has been going on? Um, let's see. Trick Step Trivia. Did we do a Trick Step Trivia last week? We did, didn't we? I thought we did. We did. It was, was the it? Vicious Fishing Line Trick Step yep, Trivia. that's it. What? Right? The diameter of the Torah line. The diameter of the Torah line. I forget what size it was, though. It was the 14-pound. Okay. And what was the average... Diameter. Did I remember? Average line diameter of 14 pound. You ready for it? 0.011 is the average line diameter. So you guys are line diameter guys. So tell me, is that good or bad? That That's really good. And you're catching me off guard. But that's probably the equivalent <laughs> of most people's 10 pound maybe. Okay. Or maybe just a, just a, a wee bit larger than most people's 10 pound. Okay. All so, right. and, you know, I said that because, you know, a lot of people, when they are searching for their line, they just go off the pound test. But what what you'll see is some people actually, in order to, to match a certain pound test, they have to have a larger diameter because the line is a little inferior. Sure. So you have to put the two together. But, you know, that tour line really caught my eye because in the whole series, the line is a lot smaller than what you would typically expect for the pound test rating that they have. Right. Right. Okay. So 0 0.011 is, uh, was the average and let's see who our winner is this week. It, uh, let's see. It looks like that would be our buddy, Mr. Warren Beard. So congratulations, Warren. You have won a prize pack that I will send you uh, after the holidays because, you know, shipping's a little crazy right now. 
So I will send you something after the holidays. And we're going to look out for that. So Warren Beard, you're our big winner there. Thanks for playing. Had several play. Uh, thanks for playing. Our buddy Burl chimed in uh, this week. Let me know how much he enjoyed the um, the ABT podcast this year and said that um, he's really excited about the portable power for Malions. And we need to teach Matt Pangrak a little bit about doing remote shows. So apparently Burl doesn't like his audio, Kenneth. Imagine that. So I'm not going to call but, Matt out on it. I, I'll, well, let, I'll let Burl handle that. So You know, Bur- Burl... Burl apparently listens to a lot of podcasts, a and lot. he is a little particular on the audio. Well, he's a UPS guy, right? So he's on the road all day and uh, listening to, to stuff. So, uh, Burl, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate it, and uh, thanks for the feedback. Thanks for listening to, to both shows and everybody else's show, I guess. Apparently, though, he went back to listen to one of our shows, and um, it turned up that somehow, some way, in in his media uh and his podcast deal it well, he went to listen to an ike live show and it played our show instead so i don't have an issue with that what might, a pleasant might, surprise might be why the numbers were so good that week i don't know but uh yeah i, I do i do not have an issue with that at all so but uh yeah so we are on day we'll be kind of on day 11 as you hear this right david day 11 of our it's time for the anglerschannel.com 13 days of holiday extravaganza giveaways that's right that is time for that got a uh had a really really um big influx of folks that want to play it's really cool to see uh, a lot of new names that i've not seen before playing these contests so Really kind of a cool deal, a big number of folks. But if you look at the bottom of the page, it tells you everybody who's won. Billy Lawson won the Strike King Lose Pack, Timothy Chaw, the Hennessy Outdoors Mount. Got Aaron Robertson, Michael Hunt, Troy Tidwell, who won the Rely on Gypsies. Ricky Brewer won the Yeti Backpack. Andy Rutledge won the TH Marine Gift Pack and Toyota Swag. Uh, Barry Westervelt won the Big Bass Tour Tournament Entry. Uh, for he and a buddy. Sonny Brooks won the UA Fish Apparel. Scott Smith won the Trick Step on Monday. Kenneth, and I'm going to tell you, when that email went out Monday morning, boy, I tell you what, my email lit up. Because I get, I see, the, I see every entry that comes through, I get an email, right? So I spent all day on my email just deleting because they all come through. And guess I mean, they're in, my, they're in our system. Some other reason the system sends me an email. And so there's a bunch of them in there. But, uh, yeah, pretty cool deal. Uh, a lot of folks playing, which has been great. And while we're at it, David, since we're here, we're going to go ahead and choose yesterday's Coastal winner. So, yes, sir, you had a comment? Me? No, I didn't. Oh, I thought I, thought <laughs> I saw your little finger pop up there. So no, Sorry. <laughs> thought I saw your little finger pop up there. So give me, David, give me a number. Let me see if I can pull it up here. We're just going to do it live on the air. Not that we're live, but we're going to do it on the air. So just give me a, uh, give me a, the first number that comes to the top of your head. So I can pick any number any or number. is it? Any number. There's, Could be. there's thousands that play this game, David. So any, thousands, huh? Any number okay. that you feel is uh, you need to, the first number that comes to mind. You tell me okay. what you think it is. So since you said thousands, my, that number kind of jumps. I pause. I forget what that first number was, but I'll go with eight hundred and forty-nine. Eight hundred and forty-nine. Golly, now I got to scroll all the way down here. <laughs> There's a search function, I think. <laughs> there is a search function. There is a search function. So eight hundred and forty-nine. Let's go with nope. He already won, so we got to skip him. Give me another number. Triple seven 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 seven. Triple. Sevens. Okay. How about? Let's see. Is that name? That name ring a bell? Let me check here again, real quick. Make sure that's all legit and legal. It is. All right. Triple sevens. Cody Wilder. Cody Wilder wins our Costa giveaway prize pack. So congratulations, Cody. Be on the lookout 
for an email from me here shortly, and we will get you fixed up. So we'll get that done. Uh, we got a fun little show for you guys tonight. Um, it's been a crazy, crazy week for me already, and it's only Wednesday. We're a day late because I went and did the Tackle the Storm thing yesterday up in uh, Kentucky. And you don't really think about it until you're driving through there and you start seeing some of the destruction in some of the places. And you're like, ah, Monty, that's not good. And then it kind of hits you a little more about what you're doing and where you're going. So we'll talk a little, a little bit more about that here in just a little bit. Uh, I've got a couple other things to talk about. Uh, a few things going on within the uh, Bass Opens and the MLF world as well to talk about. But uh, I'm going to take a quick little break. We come back. Uh, Kenneth, you remember you and I and our buddy Kenny were at a Buffalo Wild Wings not too far from Lay Lake um, last year, maybe in the spring. Yes. And we were sitting on the tailgate of my truck. Yes. And I had a young guy walk up to us and want to know more about what we do and who we are. Well, his name is Tristan. He's a high school angler, and he's been killing it on uh, the high school side down south this year. Well, I invite him to be a part of the show. He's going to come on, talk to us a little bit about high school, and uh, we'll learn a little more about him and uh, what he's been doing. And uh, just have a little fun here for the last show with 2021, episode number 215. So of this crazy little circus that we that we've been on this train ride we've been on. So take a little break. We come back. We'll welcome Tristan in and uh, find a little more about um, what he's doing high school. And David, if you've got a this or that game for him, we may have to pop that out on him and let him uh, get get some real world answer from my high school right here. So y'all hang tight. We're back with more English Channel. Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake? That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglers channel and use our special promo code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping. You didn't, but even better. So hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Today brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future of marine charging is here. Find out more dualpro.com. Uh, excited to welcome in uh, a buddy that Kenneth and I met at a tournament, actually in a restaurant, just kind of hanging out, waiting on a table. But uh, he and I have, have stayed in touch over the last year, year and a half or so, and he's been killing it on the high school circuit in South Alabama. Our buddy, Mr. Tristan White. Tristan, how are you, bud? I'm good today. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Tell us, what grade are you in? How old are you? Um, I'm a junior right now. 
and I'm 16 at okay. Thompson High School. Okay. So a junior right now, is that going to change tomorrow or in 1st of January? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's going to change later this spring. That's not, nothing wrong with that. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, so you're a junior at Thompson High. You guys are really good at football. I know that. How are you in fishing? Um, I mean, we're pretty good. We continuously play overall within top 20 overall with, among all the other schools during state competition. Um, actually, this year, we just had our first ever angler placed in the top 10 for fall competition. Oh, wow. I mean, I wish it was me, but I'm still glad that one of my teammates got to that point. So what uh, what lakes around Alabama do you guys fish the most? I mean, where are you, where are you at the majority of the time? Well, with where I am, I'm about 20 or so minutes from Lay Lake. So that's really the lake all of us mainly fish. The first lakes that we fish every single year are the Coosa Lakes. And then once we get into our spring competition – We'll usually fish the Tennessee River where other lakes like Eufaula, Martin, and Smith. Right. Though um, we've kind of sworn to never go back to Eufaula. We have horrible luck there with weather. Oh, with weather? Yeah. The past two times we have went to Lake Eufaula, it was right after a major storm. (laughs) And so the water was basically just chocolate milk. It was cold and it was just horrible. It was so bad to the point that a last place finish was twenty six. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Could be tough, but that's just fishing in general, right? It sure is. <laughs> so you sent me some pictures uh, from a, a finish on Neely Henry. You had you, you've had a really good year this year, hadn't you? I have. This is my first year where I've weighed in a fish every single tournament. And I was really excited about that Neely tournament, too, because that's the first time I've ever caught fish on that lake. Okay. And it was also the only time I've been there where there was been decent weather that wasn't just making me freeze. But, yeah, this year I've had my greatest improvement. I We're um, third or second place on the team right now, and, now we're just gearing up, ready to tear it up during the spring. So what uh, what tournaments do you have coming up this spring? Where all are you going, do you know? Um, I have Smith Lake in February. Then I have Gunnersville in March. And then I think my April tournament, my last tournament for the spring is going to be uh, like Picklick. And then hopefully we do good enough to send our team to the um, state title at Neely Henry. Okay. Okay. So when did you get in, when did you get started in fishing? Well, for just normal fishing, um, I grew up just watching river monsters and I was thinking, <laughs> wow, I really want to catch big fish like that. And so I started fishing just normally with bluegill and then I decided I want to catch bass. And then when I started wanting to catch bass and started getting pretty good at it, I started watching uh, Kevin Van Dam. I mean, I just watched YouTube videos of him constantly, and I was thinking, I would love to make my living as a professional angler. And so all this time, that's what I've been working toward achieving was being on the professional level. Sure. So you, you junior in high school, you got your eyes set on a college fishing team? Yeah, I'm actually about 10 or 15 minutes from Montevallo. Yeah. And they've always had a phenomenal fishing team. And so that is on my list of options. Then, of course, I'm about an hour and a half from both Alabama and Auburn. And so I'm keeping my options open. But right now for fishing, it's between Montevallo and Auburn. There you go. That's what I wanted to hear. That hurts me to say as an Alabama fan, but no, 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 no. You go to you go to Auburn. The fishing's better. The girls are prettier. You'll be an Auburn fan before you know it. Don't worry about it. So it's okay. So (laughs) 
I'll refrain from making comments. <laughs> Come on, Kenneth. You got it. I don't want to. I don't want to derail this nice conversation we're having. Well, please do jump in here. What you got? <laughs> uh, uh, let, let me ask you this. You know, the, the uh, they had a, a high school combine for the first time. Um, it was actually uh, up here in, in the Decatur area where I live. Uh, is that something that that you guys had anybody from your team attend? Um, and and they're going to have more in the future. Is that something you're looking at attending and being a part of? Yeah, it. I was actually going to do it um, last year, but unfortunately, just time wasn't on my side with that. And usually, I'm the first person on my team to find out about these things. So I've spread it to my fishing coach and all, but I'm definitely going to sign up and attend this year. Yeah, that seems like a a great event to kind of get you out there in front of a lot of people. I've seen, you know, we've seen National Signing Day this past week, and for football and other sports and all of a sudden we've seen, you know, fishermen come through and, and signing letters of intent and doing that. So it's kind of cool to see, you know, kind of fishing get a little bit of that spotlight too. Granted, it's, it's all on fishing pages and social media, but still it's kind of cool to see guys get that, you know, that kind of recognition for signing up to go to college because that's really where it starts. I mean, you got you to get a college degree before you get into anything else and uh, at least just recommend it, right? Mm-hmm. So sure. what what are you looking to do in college, school-wise? Um, well, outside of fishing, I'm probably going to work toward being in the medical field. Probably I've had my sights set on probably being a pediatrician. Okay. And if that doesn't work, then I'm probably just going to go into nursing. Gotcha. I like it. I like it. Take a few marketing classes in there as well. Some, some uh, you know, Speaking classes, that's always good. So, David? Well, you, you mentioned earlier, Tristan, about being inspired by, uh, was it, what was this show again? Uh, I'm, not, I'm blanking out. Um, River Monsters. River Monsters. Come on, David. So, what is, <laughs> well, he's got, you know, uh, he's got a few different shows, and I just drew a blank there for a second. But what is the biggest or gnarliest fish that you caught then, besides a bass? Um... Well, because I do bass fishing a lot, I don't really catch like many stuff over 10 pounds. So my biggest one is, it was July, I was about 15 miles off Cape Canaveral, and I landed about what was, I think, a 30-pound red snapper. Oh, wow. That's a big fish. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's definitely my biggest. Those those are the fish that when I go, Kristen, you, you catch one and you take a nap. Then you get up and you catch another one. Take another nap, right? Because I'm an old guy and it wears me out. So that's just kind of that's that's, that, that's the way my offshore fishing goes, like you know, like that. So you mentioned um, you mentioned KVD. Um, any other pros you look up to? Um, definitely Jordan Lee. He's um kind of inspired me to take up a bit more finesse techniques. Um, Mike Iaconelli. I just like being. I just like how Mike Iaconelli like approaches fishing, just down to such a detailed level, and that's. I've taken inspiration of that with like taking out my stuff and my rigging techniques. Sure. Because I mean, I like to mess with my boat captain. All um, try to find techniques or lures with the weirdest names and then just randomly start talking about it in front of them. Like, I broke out a Tokyo rig one time, and that ended up uh, being named Tokyo Tammy on our boat. I like it. Then, okay. I, then I broke out a Demiki rig, which I haven't really had any success on that yet because we don't fish suspended fish very often. Sure. And then I keep talking about breaking out a chicken rig. Okay. And that's just, that's really just purely to mess with them. Uh, it'll catch, it'll, it'll catch fish too. Kenneth's got one. I don't know that, that you need to bring up sometime. I, I, I got a tip for you. Just um, try to find unicorn poop. That, I'll make sure to look for that. That's the secret sauce right there is unicorn <laughs> poop. I'm just, just saying that's go back and listen to last week's show. You'll understand what we talk about, but unicorn peeps poops, the secret, the secret sauce there. I'm, I'm looking for some myself. So uh, I Kenneth knows where it is, but I mean, I'm looking for some myself. So Jordan Lee, Jordan Lee's an Auburn guy. You know that, right? 
Yeah, I do, but he's also a really good fisherman, which is what I'm trying to be. So I can look past the Auburn part. I'm just, I'm just trying to steer you in the right direction going to Auburn. I'm, you know, it's that's all. I mean, that's that'd be, uh, that'd be a good place for you. So, are you ready for Christmas? Oh yeah, definitely. I'm ready to get a bunch of new tackle, and uh, I'm ready for my dad to get a bunch of new tackle so I can use it and catch fish on it before he does. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's what's big on your Christmas list this year? Um, a brand new boat. Oh, okay, actually, just a boat. Well, there you go. Well, that, that that's not going to happen. But I uh, we keep talking about it. I don't know when we're eventually going to get a boat, but hopefully soon. Hey, you know what? That's what I want a truck. You know, that, so there you go. Yeah, that never ends because Chris has been begging for a truck under his tree. Yeah. So yeah, it's it'll. It'll never, it'll never go away. So you'll, uh, you'll always have that. And, and from a guy who just sold a boat, the, the, the best, in, the best day in a, in a boat owner's life is the day he buys one, and the day he sells it. So that, those are two great days uh, for a boat owner. So you'll learn that uh, here before too long. So, David, you got a little game for, uh, for Tristan. Sure, I got a few questions. Okay. We can do some this or that. So, uh, Tristan, we play a little game right now and then called this or that. And you pick one of the two, and um, we'll go from there. Cool? All right. All right. David, how, how about it? Sure. So this first one is uh, Baycast or spinning? <laughs> Baycast. Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't figure it. You know, I never thought a, a, an Alabamian would have you know, hesitated with you know, picking between a uh, big cast David, or a spinning rod, so. David, leave <laughs> this out alone. Yeah, it's, that's <laughs> David. Ask the question. Hey, you guys, you guys tease us Northerners about it. So I was just yeah, but your spinning rods are, are like this long, and you and, and you use them to a hole in the ice. So uh, y- yeah. y'all just have the stupid fish up there. <laughs> uh, All right, tr- All Tristan, right. jig or Texas rig? Jig. Okay. Spinnerbait or chatterbait? Oh, now you guys are giving me a heart. Um, chatterbait. Okay. Like it. Ned rig or shaky head? Ned rig. Hey, caught two on it this weekend, as a matter of fact. <laughs> sure did. Out of my kayak. So anyway, sorry. Moving on. All right. Fish a dock or fish a laydown? Laydown. Hmm. Of all the Spot. of all the Coosa River fishing you do, and you chose a laydown. Hey, Coosa River docks are way too pressured for me to wait. They are. Time. You're exactly right. <laughs> hey, exactly there's nothing right. like catching the Coosa spot on a jig in a treetop. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> here's, here's what I like to do. I like to find where private property is connected to the lake because I know that's one place where I'm not going to get shore pressure. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to find a laydown and I'm going to fish it. I like it. Okay, David. All right, spot lock or shallow water anchor? Wow, um, what was that? Spot lock or shallow water anchor? Spot lock. All right, and then my last one. I'll see if K, uh, CB or KG have any extra ones, but twenty mile per hour winds or no current? Mm. That is <laughs> that is definitely the toughest one. I'll have to say no current. Okay. Okay. I take I I take the win. Um, but you can. What would you take in that one? It really kind of depends on what pond I'm on. That's true. That's true. Some ponds can handle the wind and some can't. Yeah. All right, Tristan. If a it's 20 more. out of the northwest on Wheeler Lake, no thank no. you. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. So, all right, Tristan, a couple more for you real quick. And these are related to boat snacks. Are you a Vienna sausage guy or a peanut butter crackers? So uh, this is gonna come. This, this is gonna be real surprising. I don't ever eat on the boat. Oh, okay. All right. I, my whole thing is I'm too busy trying to just catch a fish and then making that next cast before I ever eat a snack. All right. So going, got, going to the lake or coming home from the lake, are you an oatmeal cream pie guy or are you a moon pie guy? I. Don't tell me you've never had one of either one. I have. I have. It's just usually when I'm going to and fro, I'm asleep. 
So which did you prefer, oatmeal cream pie or a moon pie? Moon pie. Okay. All right. I can live with that. I can live with that. Sweet tea or unsweet tea? Sweet tea. Okay. Good deal. I'm good. That's that's awesome. So that's awesome. So when's your next derby? When, when's the next tournament coming up for you? Um, it's going to be February 26th at Smith Lake at the Jasper Dam. That'd be the uh, the I think it's a Sunday after we're there on Saturday, KG. I believe um, we're there for the Alabama Bass Trail on Saturday. So that'll be uh, that'll be a good event. So. Well, bud, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for being a part of the show. Uh, congratulations on your success so far, and um, I know we'll be we'll be watching you here come come spring and see how you do. Excited to follow you along. So, all right, thank you. All right, thanks buddy, for having me. Absolutely, have a great Christmas and a happy New Year. Good luck to you. All right, bud, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Tristan. There was Tristan White, a high school buddy out of uh, down around the Lay Lake area. Walked up to us, David. We were sitting on the tailgate in my truck. Walked up and he says, "What's this Angler's Channel thing?" We're like, "We don't know. We're just sitting on the tailgate, right? We we don't know what it is." But um, cool kid, got a hat, a buff, and um, took, gave him a card. We've been texting back and forth for a while, so uh, very cool kid. Um, thought it was time to have him on the show. Talk a little bit about high school fishing and uh, what he had coming up. He's always sending pictures of big fish, so uh, always fun to learn more about these guys and the, the next generation of anglers. Right, KG? Yep. All right. It's good to see. It is. It is. So I'll take a quick little break. We come back. Uh, we'll wrap this sucker up and get you guys off on the Christmas and then back to the new year right here. I feel like IsoChill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off. And I don't feel like I get that same fatigue. And a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort. IsoChill, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Closing segment, Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by our friends from Hummingbird Electronics, Minco, Trolling Motors, Talon, and Raptors, shallow water anchors, more technology, more control, more fish, hashtag One Boat Network. Excited to welcome them back for another year, year number five with us coming up. Uh, Johnson Outdoors back on board with, uh, with us here at Angler's Channel. Excited to welcome them. Talked to Luke yesterday, and he's like, dude, they're just, they're running. Right, all kinds of ice fishing content coming up. That mega live ice fishing thing, Dave. You sent me that. I guess you wanted one. I don't know what for, but um, ice mega live ice fishing and everything else. So uh, some cool new stuff coming from them. Um, got a few, uh, got a few sneak peeks on some things. So yeah, excited for that. And then I saw today our buddy Carl Jacobson had his boat over at uh, Hennessy Outdoor Electronics in Dayton, getting rigged up. He had five Solix twelves on his boat and um, rigging it up with live and 360 and everything else. And I saw a couple other, a couple other um, posts here recently. One of them was our buddy Rick Pierce over in Arkansas. They were mounting three units on the bow of their boats and it was weighing over 50 pounds of added weight up on the, up on the bow. Right. And then I was reading the, um, 
reading the Bass Blaster uh, from our buddy Jay Kumar yesterday, and he had made it. He you know questioned um, Brian Thrift. He did he did the five questions thing with Brian Thrift, and the question was: Is a guy who famously took like five years to upgrade your trolling motor? If you could be in charge of bassing electronics regulations, what would you limit fishermen to? All right. I thought it was interesting. He said the only limitations he would put, this was thrift, would be the number of inches of screen you could have on your boat for a tournament competition. He said to me, it's kind of like professional baseball. In college, you can hit with aluminum bats, but in professional, you have to use wood. The technology doesn't need to be regulated. But you need to regulate inches of screen to around 50 inches. So you could have two 15s or two 12s or in two 12s or four 12s. I felt like it would just be a happy medium to stop all the fussing if you SSI in apostrophe is, what he, is, is how he put it. So I don't know. KG, what are your thoughts on that? Look, I, it, it doesn't matter. You know, it, it's – Quite frankly, whether you have one unit, two units, or three units, you can see the you can see the same information. You can, you know, having three as opposed to one, it, it you may be able to see a bigger version of what you're looking at, and not have split screens or being able to see more than one thing at once. Right. <clears throat> but and and I've and I've got a lot of this technology, and let me tell you, it's not automatic. These guys. It's not a matter of just having the technology. It's a matter of having it and understanding it. Yeah. And, and when you see these professionals, and not all of them get it, okay, mm. the, the, the guys that have taken advantage of it have put in the work to really understand it. Yeah. So it's not automatic. And, you know, it, it, that's the way it's going to be for, you know, guys that fish regional tournaments. Guys that fish local tournaments, you fish club tournaments. Right. But if you're out there and you think you have to have that to compete. No. There, there may be a few areas of the country that that, that would almost hold true. But majority of the place it, places, no. Nah. I, I think a lot of guys like to use that as an excuse. Sure. You know, they don't, they don't do well, so they're going to claim that, well, you know, and somebody's got something I don't have. But for the most part, if you took these professional anglers on these professional trails, if you gave them one graph, no graph, 50 graphs, the same guys would win and the same guys would sure suck. Absolutely. You still have to catch them. I mean, yeah, you might be able to see them, but you still got to catch them. Just because you see them doesn't mean you can just scoop them up with a net, right? You still got to, you guys still got to catch them. It, it still takes understanding, you know, fish movement, fish habitat, you know, time of season, you still have to narrow the lake or river where you're fishing. You have to narrow it down to certain areas. Now, can it help you once you've done all that? Well, yes. In a lot of, a lot of cases it will, but you still have to be able to do all that stuff ahead of, you know, before you get to that point. Yeah, you do. You do. And it's, and, and it's a big deal, but you know, I, I kind of like that. I mean, they're not going to take away, Units and are going to take away. I mean, this technology is just going to continue to grow and grow and get bigger and better from trolling motors to shallow water anchors to electronics and things. So I kind I'll of like to see Chris, so. when, I, when I show up to a tournament and I'm looking around at the guys, I want to see five graphs at the bow and 15 at the console. Yeah. Because you know what that tells me? They're spending too much time doing stuff other than catching fish. It's always the guys that are doing this, right? This rubbing the back of their neck because they've been looking down too long, right? Kind of like what I scream at my son's basketball games to the to the small forwards and the, and the point guards that are coming to fourth ball. Like, keep your eyes up, keep your head up, you know? Look around, make something happen. Don't just be a dumbass. Sorry. Um, yeah. No, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. So I thought that was uh, thought that was interesting. I wanted to bring that up. Um See, St. Croix titles the Opens, David. No more Bass Pro Shops. That's kind of interesting. Is it? it, it I don't know. It, it's kind of different because it's – well, St. Croix, uh, they're from my neck of the woods, from my home state here. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been a while since you've seen like a rod or a reel maker be a title sponsor. So, for them to step up, uh, that's saying a lot and uh, – 
I don't know. It's, I don't know. We're so used to seeing Bass Pro everywhere with sponsorship, stuff like that. So, um, well, I'm assuming that will probably change. I know they did the last, there was a few of the weigh-ins of final day where they'll do it at a Bass Pro shop. So I'm not sure if that, the lack of sponsorship uh, from Bass Pro would change that up for the 2022 open season. But, but yeah, always good to see new, I guess, newer names, uh, sponsoring events and trying to get their name out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it definitely a cool, uh, a cool deal for them to sign on though. Jesse Simpkins real well over there. Good products, good folks. And so it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see some, some new people coming in and sponsoring some of this stuff. So that, um, that could be good. And Kenneth, I got to ask about Bally bet on major league fishing. If there's anybody that's read it, it's you. Well, you and David both, but I know our buddy Matt Lazenby has read it because he's hit me up with two emails, version one and version two or part one, part two. Right. And Matt, I love you. I've read them. I've not comprehended them, I guess you could say, right? So I, I really got to spend a little more time. I read them while I was on the road, and that wasn't good. But um, yeah, any thoughts from you from you guys on this? I I haven't really studied it real hard. Uh, I'm not, you know, to me, it's one thing to just do fantasy fishing like what we've had, but right. if it becomes a you know a true. Um, I guess if it if it's really truly you know what would you would consider gambling, then I, that's not really my cup of tea anyway. Right. You know, being a part of a fantasy league and competing against you guys and you know comparing it and how you know that's kind of yeah, that's just fun. But I, I'm not really interested in you know true organized gambling. I guess. Yeah, I ain't got the money to to, to put into true organized gambling, and and I do I suck pretty bad on the you pickums. And our, our normal fantasy stuff, it's I'm just, you know, I give enough money away fishing tournaments. I don't I don't need to add more to it, you know, betting on fishing. So but uh David, your thoughts? Well, I'll I'll read part of it because again, unless I am misunderstanding it, is uh part of that article press release said, you know, as part of the agreement, Bally's technology will power two new free to play fantasy fishing games for the twenty twenty two season, the MLF predictor game. An engaging game to offer the fans the chance to make predictions at Bass Pro Tour events for prizes will be rolled out for the uh, full season. And MLF Fantasy Fishing will also debut in 2022 for both the MLF Bass Pro Tour and the MLF Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit. So the free-to-play game will allow fans to select their team of anglers for each tournament, create private leagues with their family and friends, and win tens of thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. So the fantasy they've had, then it went away. And now it's back, right? The predictor so, is the one they did last year for one event, right? Was it was it the title last year? The title, but again, that might be, you know, it might be a different spin on that too, because it's talking about using. Uh, again, I'm not a sports betting person, so I don't know how that technology is going to be used, or if it's just they're going to use it as a hosting. I don't know, like that, you know, Bally is, is hosting it and just sure. slapping MLS name on it, but yeah. So I'm assuming it's going to be something similar to what uh, the title, the tech warehouse poster, good title predictor thing that we, uh, I think all of us, or if not a few of us did to play. And well, so, yeah. well, I know two of the three of us did. I don't, know, I don't, I don't remember <laughs> if it or not, but I did. Yeah, I remember that. So, but yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll study Matt stuff and maybe when we come back for the first of the year, we'll talk a little more about it. If it's uh, if it's worth discussing anymore, so um, I did get a, a nice invite from Joe Opager, Opager, excuse me, Joe Opager. Every time, David, Joe Opager with uh, with MLF and um, the Pro Circuit, and um, gonna got an invite to the Red Crest, which he gave me one on on the air, and I took him up on it. So in March, you'll see me there, not every day. But I'll be there for at least the, the back half of the tournament and uh, check that out. So that should be interesting time there at Grand Lake. So and at Tulsa, I'm looking forward to seeing the expo and all the different stuff they've got going on. And um, yeah, so that should be uh, really good. What are you doing, Cal? I've got a cat around my ankles down here doing something under my desk. So that was um, yeah. It's been a long week, guys. Been a long week. So for sure. I uh, did some kayak fishing this weekend. I know I didn't send you any pictures, um, well, many. I, I didn't have my phone with me in the kayak because I haven't quite mastered that yet. I knew as soon as I put the phone in the kayak, I'd lose it, right? So I didn't, but I was able to get my boat, B-O-T-E, 
Lono Arrow out for a few hours. And um, tell you what, I mean, 15 minutes to inflate that sucker, get it down to the lake, uh, had to put the pedal kit together, which took another five minutes or so. But now that that's done, it just slides right in. I pedaled my way across, you know, the cove there I was at on Jordan Kenneth. Took my little loose spinning rod, David, with a Ned rig. Caught me one about two, and then uh, next cast caught one about three and a half. So was very impressed. But I'm gonna tell you something: that kayak deal that uses a whole new set of muscles. I never knew I had, nor did I want to find out that I had. And it's a whole different perspective on things when you're down that low to the water. So it uh, it was very cool. It was a very neat experience. Um, very very happy with the with my boat Lono Arrow kayak. Things twelve feet six inches long, and I, my mom was down there and she's like, "How how stable is that thing? Is it stable being an inflatable?" So I got in the seat and I'm sitting there, and uh, my fifty five pound chocolate lab. She was running around the dock, and I said, "Georgia, come here, dude." She hopped in the bow of it. Sat right there in front of me. We piled around the, the deal. Then my little nephew, who couldn't weigh 80 pounds soaking wet, he jumped in it with his life jacket on, of course. Jumped in it. It's got a rudder system on the on the, on the the you know, either side you want it on. And he pedaled around. He fished a little bit. And then he put George in there with him. And he pedaled around a little bit. So I need to add a few more accessories to it, like the rod rack and some of that stuff. But very cool deal. I mean, very, very slick little setup and uh, deflated it um, Monday before we left, deflated it and uh, rolled it back up, put it back in the suitcase, threw it in the back of the truck. So worked out great. But had my, my rods up, my Yakima rod rack up on top of the truck. So yeah, very, uh, very neat little little setup there, David. So you should look into one. Like you, uh, I, I've been a bit hesitant only because uh, – I don't know, like I'm always, you know, I know some of those, especially once you kind of start, you know, tricking them out and everything, they get pretty heavy. So maybe I'm just being lazy and come up with excuses, you know, trying to. Um... So this one, <laughs> this one inflated, inflated with the seat and the back on it and the pedal system. It's about 85 pounds. Um, so it's, it's easy enough for me to pick up and slide in and out off the dock that we were on where the house we rented on there. So in and out, I can get into it. It's stable enough. I can stand up and fish. Again, using a whole other set of muscles I never knew I had, <laughs> nor do I want to find out anymore about. But um, so, yeah, I mean, very, very stable deal. I mean, and the nice thing was is, you know, I actually carried the, the backpack down to the dock and inflated the boat and then uh, deflated it and carried it back up. Um, so it's, it had a hand pump. Um, probably going to spring for the electric pump sometime now that I got my rely on, you know, outcast or outlaw, but, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a very cool deal. Very cool deal. So, but anyway, KG thoughts. Uh, hey, I was impressed. I mean, you sent us a picture of you sitting, sitting in it on the lake. I mean, it, it's, that's a big boat. Once you get it inflated, huh? it, it looked pretty comfortable to me. It, it, it was. It, it was. It takes a little bit of adjusting the seat to get where you want to be with the pedals um, because you could very easily slouch and kind of lay back in that thing pretty good. But to fish out of it, I mean, it's once you figure out, you know, I mean, you can't you can't go hard after a dock and then make a cast because it ain't going to stop, right? You, it ain't like a mall truck. I can't spin it around and stop it real quick. So you got to work your way in. You really learn about the wind, and, and current and how that's going to push you around a little bit because that's a little different. Uh, but you can backpedal a little bit and kind of slow yourself down. And um, I used the paddle time or two, but caught two off a dock and messed around a little more, pedaled my way around. So uh, very heart healthy exercise. So, but uh, well, you know, you kind of laid out, I think, you know, a great scenario for that. You know, you're you're on a trip with family and you don't really have a lot of room. It doesn't take up much room when, you know, when it's in a suitcase, but you know, your, your trip happens to be on the lake. So it gives yeah. you an opportunity to spend a little bit of time out there. Absolutely. My wife, she came home on, uh, we left on Thursday afternoon and she came home and she's like, what are you doing with that? I said, I'm going to take it. She's like, really? I said, yeah, we're still on a great lake. I won't take it. So I had gone by stores. I got my, my roof rack for my rods. I grabbed some rods and some tackle. And uh, grabbed a swim bait off the wall over here and, uh, <laughs> and took off down there. And it was. I mean, it, it fit in the back of the tundra. 
we packed. We had two suitcases and my briefcase had all the dog stuff, had the kennel. So yeah, I mean it packs up, you know, pretty compact and um, and works pretty. And I know people are going to say, well, well, the first time you unpack it though, it ain't never going back in that package the way it did. If you deflate it the way it says and you fold it up the way they say, it all goes back in there. And the the the, the pedal system is separate now, but I mean it's you pull the suitcase in one hand and carry the pedal system with the other hand. I mean the paddles. The seat, the back deck, everything is in the bag. So it's it's a very compact system. I've got a lot of places that it's going to come with me for next year. It may just stay in the in the truck from now on. So if it will give you an opportunity to spend a little extra time on the water throughout the year, it's worth it. Absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. You know, and with some of the stuff we're doing next year, I'm not going to have an opportunity to haul the boat everywhere I go. Right, so I can haul this boat. B O T E. Uh, so learn more about that online. You can go to anglerschannel.com. I'm going to have a video as well as a, um, a gear review up on that here pretty soon. But you can check them out online as well at boatboard.com, B-O-T-E-B-O-A-R-D.com. And it's the Lono Aero Inflatable Kayak. And the only thing I don't like about this one is the one I've got is like a, it's called Native Citron, which it is bright teal and yellow i mean she's bright you ain't gonna miss me on the water right but uh they've got some cool they got a camouflage one that's really kind of badass looking and looking online right now they're 10 percent off right now so check those out it's a very very cool product i highly recommend them um yeah it's i was pleasantly surprised and i banged a jig off the side of one of them and it ain't gonna hurt it it's like a military grade inflatable stuff and listen, I did. I had four rods in this thing at one time, David. You know me. I'm going to have four rods in there. And, um, yeah, very cool deal. So very, very cool that, deal. That bright color could actually be an advantage on highly pressured waters. It, well, it could. It could. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. So, But it was uh, it was very, very cool. So anything going on with y'all? How y'all been? Everything good? KG, what's new with you? I saw you got you're you're in the you're in the uh, Toyota Centrals. Yeah, I got confirmation for uh, for the first one at Gunnersville. Nice. Um, so you know the key to that is getting a link. I've got the same link that I used last year, so he was reliable then. So should be reliable for this coming year. Um, so yeah, plans are to fish the Central Division Toyotas, and that's about all I have an opportunity to do with all the other weekends that you already have me. Wow. Blind out. Well, there you go. There you go, David. David, how about you? Just, uh, you know, trying to, well, I guess we'll maybe, I'm assuming we'll be, we'll be releasing them at the beginning. Of the year. I, I haven't heard from Chris see if they're good or they're bad. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, i just trying to knock out some of these uh, rookie podcasts for 2022. So uh, look out for those soon. Um, Actually, the first recording. one will come out. First one will come out next Thursday. The 30th. Okay. okay. And we're going to list them on Thursdays. And who's the first one going to be? I believe it was Alex Redwine. Alex Redwine. Okay. All yeah. right. That's the one it's going to be then. So we got Alex Redwine <laughs> coming up. And then the first week of the year will be who else? It'll be Alex's uh, travel and slash roommate. I'm assuming Jay Shakurit from Wisconsin. Okay. And that's the P-Z-E-R-K guy, right? Berserk. P-R-Z-E-K-U. That's right. I'll look Something it up. Like that, no worries. Yes. And then <laughs> and after we get done with this this show, you're going to be recording who? Jacob Fouts? Uh, so I've, I, I've got another one with Jonathan Kelly, which we had uh, on the AC Insider a couple months ago, but yeah. he'll be on, he'll be the third guest. And then I'll be also speaking with Jacob Fouts. So we got four elite series guys. This happened to work out that way. Awesome. Um, yep. So that should be the first couple of weeks. And then we'll see, hopefully I can get some, uh, some of the pro circuit guys too, because uh, hopefully I'll catch them before they get their season going. Kenneth, are you excited to hear some of these? I cannot wait. I can't either. I am. I'm looking forward to it. And these are going to be really good. Really good. And I'm going to leave you with one last thought, of course, before I do that. Um, now, one last thought for 2021, David. Okay? Okay. You ready for it? I won't go Uh-oh. off the rails just a little bit, okay? <laughs> so I got a blood pressure issue, right? Runs in the family. I'm getting that checked out. 
Went to the doc today. And um, let me back up. Let me back up a little bit. Tackle the storm. Tackle the storm between my load I took yesterday and one other with a friend of ours, Danny Pettis, who went directly into Mayfield. Uh, and with the help of the Kentucky Bass Nation and that group, we will have put over a thousand rods and reels in the hands of a child that needs it for Christmas this year. Um, Barone called me this morning, Don Barone, and he says, what's left in the warehouse? And the warehouse is a 10 by 40 storage unit five miles from my house. I said, the warehouse is empty. We have gotten rid of every single thing that we, uh, that we had, uh, which is phenomenal. So, um, you know, Don has called me a number of times and thanked me and it's just, it's what we do and it's what anybody does. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you're in the McDonald's parking lot, buy the guy behind you's dinner tonight, right? Or his breakfast. Um, my parents were at a grocery store in Wetumpka, this, or outside of Wetumpka this weekend, Kenneth. Walked into Piggly Wiggly, bought a gallon of milk, a thing of orange juice, and some muffin mix. And the guy in front of them paid for it. Don't know why, he just did. Just being nice. He said, that's what we do, right? It's Christmas time. That's yeah. what we do. People have reached out to me and said, man, thank you. You're a hero. You're just, no, I'm not. Nobody is in this deal. We saw a need. We reached out. We filled it, right? That's it. And you guys would do the same thing as anybody else would, you know, to make this happen for a kid. So um, spread a little love. Be a little cheer, cheery. What's the what's the line in Elf? Uh, easy, easiest way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for everyone to hear. I'm not going to sing for you. You don't want to hear. You don't want to know that, right? But I'm serious, you know, buy the guy's lunch. If you see somebody at a table across the room, a police officer, a soldier, uh, or just, you know, a, a couple that, you know, maybe smiled at you, buy their dinner, you know, reach out, pass it, pass it on, and um, just be a blessing to, to those around you and uh, whatnot. So back to my blood pressure story. Sorry. Go to the doctor today. <clears throat> Doc says, all right, do an EKG. It took him five minutes to put all the little patches things on my body. It took six seconds to the EKG. I'm like, that's it? She's like, yep, that's it. Sorry. I'm like, you're going to rip my hair off my chest for this? Uh, they said it was normal, so I'm good there. Going to give me some meds. It runs in my family. Going to give me some meds. We'll take care of that. But they drew like a half a gallon of blood, which I'm pretty sure they drained me, but they didn't. Um, but anyway, I think she's going to sell it. You know, and then with the TikTok thing is they're going to sell my blood. But then they said, I need to, get, I need to take a urine sample. <clears throat> okay. Why can't she? Why is there not a line, a fill line on a urine cup, right? Why? Because if you just give them a couple drops, ain't enough. But if you fill it up too high, then you get a head on it and you're like, well, that's too much. Then you pour some out and you're like, well, now it ain't enough. Why is there not a fill line? Because I don't, you don't want to be, I mean, you don't want to fill it up, put the cap on it. And walk out, and he's like, well, there's a half a gallon of urine. Well, I mean, just why is there not a fill line on a urine cup? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> just curious. Well, you know, I, I kind of I view that as it's better to give them too much than not enough. Oh, I did. It wasn't spilling over, but it was close. I mean, it was. I had to let, I had to let it settle for just a little bit. And I'm thinking – Cause I know the doc, right? And I know the nurse. I'm like, I'm going to hear about this if I mess this up. Right. So you got to be kind of careful, but I just, I I'm standing there doing that deal. And I'm thinking about it. I'm going, why is there not a fill line on it? I'm like, well, I got to ask the boys about this. David, what's your thoughts on this? You know, it's, I've only had to do a urine test once. It's for a drug test though. And for a job that I had and. I can't remember if there was a line or not on it, but I can't tell you. As long as you get you didn't get any on the outside of the of the cup and everything. And no, no, it was clean. It didn't spill over. <laughs> it was it was clean. It, it was good. So, but I had you to go when I walked for it. Do what now? You got to make them work for it. Well, I, I I had to go when I walked in. I thought about asking the local where the restaurant was. I'm thinking, no, they made me pee in a cup. I could be in trouble, so I better I better wait. And the problem is, is you can't wait too long because then it's like, well, you know, 
it could be a pretty heavy stream. You got to be careful with that. So you don't want to, you just, anyway, a lot of, lot of variables there, but uh, one variable that is not is it's the last show of the year and Christmas is right around the corner. And gentlemen, thank you for your commitment each week to this crazy ass show. And uh, David, I did not make you pee in a cup for this job, did I? So maybe I should have, but I didn't. So I don't know what I would have done with it. Who am I going? Who am I going? How am I going to test it? Right. Let's see how those rookie podcasts start out. Yeah, first. exactly, exactly. So excited about those coming up. Those will be a fun show. Um, but thank you guys for all you do for Angler's Channel. Thank you to our listeners, to our followers, our friends, our fans for following this stuff, listening to this stuff, and uh, being a part of it. We've seen some incredible numbers this year. And uh, we are ready to run in the 2022 and have a uh, have a heck of a year uh, starting out there. So we're excited about it. Hope everybody has a very wonderful and a very Merry Christmas and, of course, a very happy and uh, prosperous New Year. Gentlemen, from my family to yours, thank you. A Merry Christmas. And um, I guess we'll talk to you next year. Well, I, you know, I'll, I'll add a little bit while we're here. Sure. Um, you know, I, I – I appreciate what you do for us. Um, you know, the, the, the three of us have learned a lot more about each other over time doing this. <laughs> it may be a little more than we wanted to know at times, but, um, you, you know, it, it's, it's nice working with two people that, that, you know, you share a lot of the same passion with, you know, you know, the fishing industry is something that we're all passionate about. I, I think maybe our listeners see that at times in different ways, but, uh, you know, Outside of that, I mean, you're you're two really good people, and it's it's easy when you're working with with really good people. Well said. I agree. I agree. So, I guess since KJ, I, I had it written down. I was going to say something. Well, he had notes. <laughs> He's got notes, people. He's been thinking on this one. Oh. <laughs> so I was going to do something. You know, CV got it going, but yeah, you know, I guess to kind of keep it short here, you know, just. Again, just thank you for the both you guys are just putting up with me. Um, thank you, KG, for putting me on my first Gunnersville bass this year. <laughs> How about them apples, right? Hey, we're Thanks. we're I, I, we, we're Sexy. still going to accomplish what we what I dreamed up dreamt up uh, earlier in the year. So yeah, hopefully we can get that going. That'll be pretty interesting. I, I would love to like that to put uh, see if we can accomplish that. And then thanks CB for just the opportunity and for. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of firsts this year. You know, it's always a lot of firsts with you the, the last few years, but just a lot of memories this year just uh, doing this thing that we tell you, what we call bass fishing. So thank you for everything, guys. Nah, guys, thank, thank y'all. We appreciate it. And like I said, all you listeners, thank y'all for uh, for chiming in. Of course, as always, 256-535-3217, the X-Zone hotline brought to you by our friends at Trickstep. No trivia this week. We'll come back in the new year with some new sounds, some new looks. And uh, a lot more fun. I can promise you that. So from for Tristan White, our guest tonight, for Kenneth Rover, David Zhang, I'm Chris Brown. Guys, have a great week. Have a very Merry Christmas. A very Happy New Year. You know my whole spill about life jacket. Put it on. Buckle it up. Put that, put that kill switch on. KG, run us out of here. Don't, don't take it first. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast your number one tournament resource.